you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is entitled Sold into Slavery. We're going to talk about the story of Joseph and his jealous or maybe envious brothers and uh, how they turn on Joseph and also how God sticks with Joseph and uses him for godly things. Sold into Slavery Jacob had twelve sons, but his favorite was Joseph. To show his love, Jacob gave Joseph a special coat made with many colors. This made the other sons jealous. Joseph made things worse by telling his brothers about his unusual dreams. In one dream, we were binding bundles of grain. My bundle suddenly stood upright, and your bundles bowed down to it. This made his brothers angry. They couldn't imagine Joseph ruling over them. In another dream, the sun, moon, and eleven stars were bowing down to me. Even his father questioned him on this. Will your mother and I, as well as your brothers, bow down to you? Sometime later, the ten older brothers took the flocks to graze in a distant field. Jacob decided to send Joseph to see how they were doing. When the brothers saw him coming, they said, Here comes that dreamer. Let's kill him and throw him into a deep pit. Then we'll see what happens to his dreams. Reuben was the oldest brother and said, Don't kill him, just throw him into a pit. His plan was to rescue the boy later and send him back to his father. So the brothers agreed and threw Joseph into a pit. Reuben went on an errand while the others ate a meal. While they were eating, a group of merchants came by on their way to Egypt. Suddenly, one of the brothers named Judah had an idea. Why should we kill Joseph? After all, he's our brother. Instead, let's sell him. So they sold him to the merchants. Reuben came back later and was shocked to see that the boy was gone. The brothers told him what they had done. Together, they thought of a story to tell their father. They killed a goat and dipped Joseph's coat in the blood. When they got home, they showed the coat to their father. Jacob grabbed it and cried out, Joseph has been killed by wild animals. He tore his clothes and started crying for his son. The others tried to comfort him, but he mourned for Joseph from the depths of his heart. He said, I'll mourn his death for the rest of my life. Once Joseph arrived in Egypt, he was sold to a man named Potiphar. Joseph adjusted to his life as a slave, and God prospered everything he did. He grew in his abilities and gained the respect of his master. Eventually, Potiphar put Joseph in charge of the entire household, including the finances. Potiphar didn't even know what he owned except for the food that was put in front of him. One day, Potiphar's wife asked Joseph to go to bed with her. He refused telling her that this would be a sin to his master and to God. But she was a determined woman and wouldn't take no for an answer. She pursued him every chance she got, but he always refused her. One day she saw an opportunity when her husband wasn't home. She waited until Joseph came into the house and then grabbed him. He tried to pull away, but she held on to his coat and wouldn't let go. 
Finally, he left the code in her hand and ran away. This made her furious, so she decided to get revenge. She screamed and the household servants came running. She told them that Joseph had come into her room and tried to pull her into bed. She said he ran away when she screamed. She showed them his code as proof of what she had said. When her husband came home, she told him the same story. He was angry and had Joseph put in prison. Potiphar's wife is still around today, but her name is Lust. And she's incessantly calling to every man to spend time with her. First and second Peter often speak of the sin of lust. When she calls, do what Joseph wisely did. Run. Flee fornication. Guard your eyes. It would be better to be blind than to let your eyes offend you. Guard your heart. Keep lust from entering your mind. How easy it would have been for Joseph to yield to temptation, but his salvation was the fear of the Lord. Lust, sexual sin, is probably the thing that most of us struggle with the most. I don't have the specific statistic, but I do know that men in particular have a extremely high issue of, uh, of dealing with pornography, which is obviously directly tied to lust, among many things. But it, it's not uncommon to have eight out of ten guys that are being honest with each other to admit that they currently struggle or have at some point struggled with pornography. And when you think about it, it's truly the sin of the flesh. I mean, we, we talk in churchy terms about sins of the flesh. Well, that's, that's literally of the flesh. It's a talking point that we can have with our brothers and sisters when, when we're witnessing. It's obviously a touchy one. It's one of those things that morally, we, most of us would admit that it's wrong. I don't know about the lost world accepting the fact that fornication is wrong and that the biblical definition of that is sex outside of marriage. Unfortunately, that's extremely common these days, but that is a sin. We are to have sex. Sex was a beautiful thing that God created uh, to be shared between a married man and a woman, a husband and a wife, uh, not for anybody else. So that, that opens up a whole nother, a whole nother sticky wicket. <laughs> uh, but a man and a woman married in the eyes of God are the people that are biblically supposed to enjoy sex. So anyway, that, that's, I just wanted to share that, that it, don't be surprised that if you talk to someone and that subject comes up, it, it's extremely common. I mean, you may have to admit it yourself that, that that's something you've struggled with or you're aware of. It's a tough one to talk about, but if you can get someone, especially men, I, well, I shouldn't say that. In my experience, I, I've never really had a lot of conversations about lust or that with, with women. That's just not the most common thing. Uh, man and a woman talk about. Um, but I've, in men's ministries, in my motorcycle ministry, which is mostly guys, if not all guys in some cases, that subject, that subject is not uncommon. You know, and of course, in the lost world, it's, it's almost like a joke. It's almost like, oh yeah, I, I just saw this radical, you know, they kind of, kind of brag about it. Uh, but the fact that it's so prevalent in their lives, just by the memes they share and the, the jokes they tell, 
it's obviously a major part of their lives. It's hard to let those claws let go of you. Um, it's a real struggle for many people. So uh, let's pray for them. And I pray for you when you're out there talking to people, especially if something like this comes up. I pray that uh, God gives you the words at the right time. I believe that's Luke 12, 12, that, uh, that you're given the, the right words to say at the right time. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.